0: Franchise Interviews, from Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia. You're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Welcome to Franchise Interviews, an up-close, behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship. Listen to interviews with franchisers, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts, and attorneys. And now... Welcome your host, Marty McDermott, and Franchise Interviews. Hi, everyone,
1: and welcome to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over 16 years now, we've been asking the Franchipreneurs one-on-one. I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and we have a great show. We're meeting with Dan and Ashley O'Laughlin, founders of Pep Bar. And Pet Bar offers full-service approach to a pet spa and grooming service that both pets and their owners can appreciate. And we're going to talk to Dan and Ashley about that in just a moment on franchise interviews. So stick around because we have a great show.
2: Franchise teacher,
0: would you like to know how to franchise your concept or grow your franchise business? Simply go to FranchiseTeacher.com or call us at 561-385-3032. That's
2: FranchiseTeacher.com or call us at 561-385-3032. Hi, this is Connie McDermott, Administrative Assistant for Franchise Interviews, LLC, and you're listening to Franchise Interviews.
1: Hi everyone, and welcome back to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews. Where for over 16 years now, we've been asking the entrepreneurs one on one. I'm your host Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and as we were saying earlier, we have a great show today. Well, we're meeting with Dan and Ashley Olafson, founders of Pet Bar. And Pet Bar offers a full service approach to a pet spa and grooming service that both pets and their owners can appreciate. Hi, Ashley. Hi, Dan. How are you? Welcome to the show.
3: Good. How are you? How are you doing? Fantastic.
1: Thank you, Marty, for that's having That's wonderful. Support. Oh absolutely. It's great to have both of you on the show today. I always like to ask where where are you calling from today, Ashley and Dan?
3: We are in Dallas, Texas. Uh real close to SMU in downtown. And uh both of our company stores are about seven and twelve minutes away. We have about uh five minutes away as well.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, and today is uh about a hundred degrees and feels about two hundred.
0: <laughs> is
1: it really? Damn it. Oh, <laughs> so Very I shouldn't humor. complain here. <laughs> I think we're at seventy-five in Pennsylvania today, so it's it's not quite as bad, is it? <laughs> oh,
2: we're jealous. Very <laughs> jealous. yes. <absolutely. laughs> you know, when,
1: when when I read about your story, Dennis, I said I had to have you on the show. You know, because I was inspired. I said, you know, we've been doing the show now for sixteen years, and I always said, you know, every franchise seems to have a story, and when I read yours, I said. Wow, this is this is really interesting. Maybe you know you, either one of you, you can kind of go back to the beginning and talk about you know the catalyst on how this whole thing came about. I thought it was a great story. Awesome, awesome.
3: Well, uh, Ashley's background, she was more in IBM; she was corporate level, uh, mm-hmm. and my background was definitely in the industry of um, the gym industry, right? The, um, health and nutrition and stuff as mm-hmm. well, and then I moved into the tanning industry. And, uh, the tanning industry was fantastic and, uh, we really, we grew that to a point of where we, where we kind of wanted to see what else was out there. Um, what else could be done? We we had Mm about 11 schools one time and sold off everything and decided to kind of move in a different direction. So that's when we, uh, decided to make a difference and it, it actually came about by looking for a um, groomer. Our groomer had gotten a divorce. And the Mm -hmm. groomer uh, had moved off and our little Bella, our dog, uh, had nowhere to go. And uh, we kind of, we went into a business that had self-wash and I was like, wow, that's the energy I was looking for. That is exactly the Starbucks energy that we were hoping for. And I told my wife, I said, this is where we're going to leave. We didn't know which direction we would go. It would go into Mm -hmm. the um vet space or the kennel but after doing a lot of research and talking with a lot of people in the different industries within pet industry it was it was kind of it was kind of uh, made sense for us to move forward in the grooming side right so that's right. where we we jumped on we actually uh, went to a uh, um a commercial space and uh, mm-hmm. talked to the word about opening up this pet concept, which was going to be in Highland park, a, a, a wealthy area, uh, okay. out, of uh, Texas
0: mm-hmm. and,
3: um, the landlord said, you know, let's take a chance and see what happens. And,
2: uh, you know, we, we did,
3: we jumped on board and, uh, we, we started building out, we didn't really know what we had on hand. We kind of, right. the plan kind of adjusted as we felt fit, uh, and. I remember to this day when I first called my tub manufacturer and uh, said, hey, we really uh, were thinking about opening up a, a, a facility, a grooming mm-hmm. facility, and what are your thoughts on uh, these tubs? I want to order some stainless steel tubs. Right. And uh, the person said, how many? And I said, well, we're going to order seven. And the person behind the phone was like, oh, no, you're not, you do not need seven tubs. <laughs> there is no way. <laughs> That you would need that many uh, to try to talk me out of it. So I went back to the drawing board and it was almost about to change things. And I, I decided to stick with my gut feeling that we did need that many. And, uh, we did open, um, we, we, we opened that store with, uh, it was a great deal of success. It took off. I mean, immediately the community, you know, accepted us and, uh, took off and we were excited about the growth, very, very quick growth. We didn't know if we were going to head into the corporate side and open up a mm-hmm. bunch of stores or ourselves or go into the franchise. But um, we did discover that we were growing out of our store. We were—we uh, didn't have the room, the capacity at the current location. So we had to find another location where we could spill over right. our um, dog. And uh, that's when we looked for our second location within about oh it's about a 12 minute drive about a three mile radius and mm-hmm. uh, we opened that store. But here came COVID and uh, <laughs> right right, right
2: right right in the middle
3: of COVID. Yeah, 2020 uh, we opened that store and wow. I was scared to death. What I had of on course. hand, all the businesses around me were closed. This was considered yeah. an essential business. We didn't think that it could be, so we contacted the city, and they said, no, you are considered essential business. And right. Like, I, uh, you know, right. I, I can't get a hair with my with my, myself. My, myself. Right. So I can get my <laughs> <back."> <laughs> That's great. So um,
0: um, the second
3: store opened, we were doing clipboards and curbside, uh, curbside
0: and mm-hmm. We
3: um, definitely had the dogs going in and out. We didn't have any self-wash, but that store as well, we just started really crushing it right off the bat. Even with COVID, it just was really, I don't know, like, this is something to do. This is something here. And uh, so with that, we kind of started our efforts, really started thinking about it about the tail end of 19, early 20 which way we were going to go. And I, we started really pushing for franchising in, in late 2020.
1: Wow. What a great story, Dan and Ashley, you know, and, and that's why, you know, I wanted to have you on the show because I, I was inspired when I read about it. It kind of reminded me, you know, when, when you were telling the story, Dan, about, I don't know if you've ever seen the movie, um, Dan and Ashley, uh, the, the founder when Ray Kroc was selling these milkshake oh, mixers, you know, <laughs> right? It's, it's, it sounds so familiar. Like, you know, he, he calls up, you know, the McDonald brothers and he said, no, that must be a mistake. You don't want that many. You know, it, it, it's funny, the parallels of your story to this, you know, there, there are those parallels. You know, it, it's, it's, it's fascinating when when i hear this story and you know you know when we're thinking about i mean pets it really is amazing you, you know i mean i can go back to my first pet when i was like four years old and, and i think about you know when pets sometimes even had dog houses you know they'd be outside of the backyard we just think about mm-hmm. how pets have they, they've become they've become part of the family today haven't they i've, I've, I've had i have had a friend who had a, she had a wedding and and the dogs were part of the wedding pictures i mean pets, pets are really part of the family today aren't they Oh, yeah,
3: absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, we sure do cherish our little furry friends coming through the doors and uh, yeah. make sure that they're all well taken care of and uh, the customers as well. We we sure do um,
2: right.
3: acknowledge that that's a fantastic experience that we're trying to promote in our stores. And... So, very excited for that. Yeah,
2: so, now, awesome. now dogs are sleeping in our beds instead of
1: the
3: dogs Right, <laughs> that's <laughs> true, right? That's you what that, that's
2: Exactly.
1: Right, and the dog takes <laughs> up all the space, and exactly. It's so true. It, it is, but it, it, it is amazing, though, you know, and, and it's wonderful at the same time. So, when we're talking about, you know, the services that you provide, because I, I, th- I thought you had some interesting services. I probably, you probably hear all the time, you know, Pet Bar is not a place you go to drink, right? You have some, you have some really great services. Maybe you can, you can talk, talk about that
3: that sure um we did have a phone call one time from someone and uh the gal on the phone asked uh hey what time do the bands come on and uh, <laughs>
1: right, my, exactly. my my
3: response was uh they're coming you know right. at nine o'clock three dog night and, yes <laughs> <laughs> oh that's funny but, but, but um, but generally speaking, our services include the self-wash, of course, mm-hmm. and uh, we're, that was really our big founding kind of consideration there, what we wanted right. to do, uh, the grooming side as well, mm-hmm. and
2: full-service washes, full where, full where, where we can do the
1: wash.
3: Right. Absolutely. I saw the pet taxi
1: too. Was that something part of it, too? Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. It, it absolutely is.
3: We, um, we, we run out and as if the customer has that request, uh, we definitely make sure that that can be handled as well. Yeah, it, it, it's all dependent on the franchisee and whether they sure. want to um, right. have that experience for their customers as well. But we definitely want to offer
1: that if we can and have that need in our communities and when thinking about the, is, is there a percentage, or maybe it depends on the location, Dan and Ashley, I'm thinking of, do most people opt for self-service, or do they go for full service, or is it kind of a combination?
3: It's kind of a combination, but we are, are experiencing different markets, um, especially, right. you know, your markets that involve more apartments and and that type of a younger customer, sure. possibly. They, right. they seem to kind of gravitate towards more of the self-washed side. Right and right. we see a lot of that in those different markets um and then on the more more of our stores where they are more family oriented and and in that type of scenario we we generally see more more of the uh full full service wash and right.
1: that would make add. sense but
2: like right. can you do it? Well, yeah. mm-hmm. well, <laughs> right,
1: right, right. Exactly. Yeah. No, that 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 makes sense. I'm thinking about you know how how does Pep Bar how how are you using technology in 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 the franchise model today?
0: Great question.
2: Yeah. Well, like I, like I say, uh, technology was my former career choice in life. Yeah. Um, coming mm-hmm. from like IBM, IBM Global Services, another right. start uh, when I when I. Came when Dan and I um, got married, um, mm-hmm. I more the entrepreneurship side of things, like with him. Right. Um, yes. But it really, it's always always been my role to kind of bring technology, since that's my background, to every business sure. that we've kind of been involved with, um, including Pet Bar. Um, we definitely try to stay as, a, as innovative as possible mm-hmm. when it comes to technology. Um, we do have a client app, so people can easily go on; they can book their services. Um, they can see their previous, you know, appointments as well right. as, you know, manage their pet profile. We also utilize a lot of texting. So I mean, mm-hmm. every, so much everything on your phone these days. so yes. we, You know, yeah. you can easily. The client can contact us. The groomer can contact the client. That your pet's ready to pick up. They can send picture, pictures. This is what you like. Um, so yeah. just, you know, right. everything making it easier on the client. Um, As far as the pet industry, there's not a whole lot of technology that is developed, Mm -hmm. but we found a great fit, and, you know, really their willingness to work with us and to to do more in the pet industry is nice because they know that the pet industry is not going away. So, um, you know, we're working with them to, you know, make things better and more more customized to what our needs are. You know, we're continually working Mm -hmm. on projects and stuff to, uh, you know, to make it more mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I, I think that's great, Ashley. You know, and I, I've been doing the show sixteen years now, and you know what impresses me the most is, is, is the magnitude of your industry. I don't, I don't know what the numbers are today, you know, but I, I, I know, obviously, the numbers are in the billions. Are, are there numbers as far as how big the pet industry is today?
3: Oh wow, it's huge. Um, the, pet, the total pet market is about, uh, you know, some folks uh, value it differently, and uh, yeah. others, but. About 135 million billion billion dollars. Billion billion um, right. So wow! It's an incredible huge number for uh, yeah. the industry. Um, it increased about 11 percent from last year alone, and um, even better, incredible. the pet service market that includes grooming and bathing increased 20%. 20 percent. Yes. So the wow. grooming side of it that we actually do is 11.4 um, billion dollars industry. Wow. And, and uh, about the growth bucks. is incredible. Yeah, the
1: growth is incredible, Dan. When I hear those numbers, you know, I mean it just seems like it keeps going up, you know, um the longer I, I, I do the show, you know, and I and that's and one of the things I always tell aspiring entrepreneurs to look for is, you know, how big is the industry and looking towards the growth of the industry. And obviously the, the pet industry, you know. Fits that criteria. It's got to be up on the top of all the industries that that I interview, you know, in, in doing the show. And I, ha- I have a question for both of you. Either one could could be the first to answer. But what's been what's been one of the most interesting things that have happened to you since launching the pep bar? I, I know you probably have both of you, Dan, and actually have hundreds of stories. But if you can narrow it down to one or two things, does anything kind of stand out to you over the years where you kind of say, "Wow"?
3: Seeing how everything fell into place, our development team, real estate, architect, project manager, mm-hmm. SEO, VR team, that was really interesting that it just kind of almost made sense. You know, I, I go, I reflect back to you, what you were saying about uh, the um, founder in McDonald's. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. he came on board and it, it just made sense. Everything started mm-hmm. falling in place and, right. you know, people came into our lives and want to do this as well. Which is kind of interesting. You know, they really love pets, they love dogs. Mm -hmm.
1: Right. Right.
3: Really help crusade this and and build this into the communities as well. And that's really exciting. And uh, that's one definite interesting side to it. Mm Ashley? I
2: I would say seeing how long customers stay. I mean, Mm. you know, like your. Your hair cutter, um, yeah. you know. Once you find somebody that you really like, you want to right. stay with them. Um So you know, when, uh, you know, our first member is still with us since the first day that we opened. So it's, I mean, it's just how how loyal people are, and they, you wow. know, really want to stay with you. Unfortunately, there is some sad in the industry where the puppies die, but usually of they course. are. We, we get the next puppy. So.
1: Right. <laughs> right. 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 And no, I. <laughs> Right, right. No, absolutely. I, I, I think those are great responses. You know, to, to, to the question. Maybe we can we can jump to franchising, Ashley and Dan. I, I mean, what's, what's important to you when when taking on or considering a new franchisee? Does, does anything? What's most important to you? Yeah. Um You're always
3: looking for somebody that really is in in step, in tune, one one way or another, either in business or, you know, very, very excited about the pet business. Um, Of course, there is the the folks that are, you know, just wild about dogs and such. Mm -hmm. Yes. It it is exciting that you feel that energy and such, but it is, at the end of the day, it is a business. And, you know, we, we need to be able to pay our bills it's nice to be able dogs. Of course, we really right, do right. So uh, I always think, you know, an outgoing people person that loves dogs, mm-hmm. um, a strong manager, I think, uh, you know, if, if you're not able to, to be that person, you will need to be able to hire that type of person as right. well. Right, right. You need to have good leadership skills. Um, yeah. Sales, able to hire people with that skill set is very important
1: hmm okay yeah yeah i think that, that that that's a great response so how how does the training work then dan and ashley i mean once you decide you know there is a fit there and they do want to come on board as a franchisee so would the training work where they come to corporate headquarters how does that work
2: yeah so as, as soon as they um sign the franchise agreement, really, really Mm -hmm. really start day one with all of our teams. Um, We have our real estate and site selection team, you know, looking for their site as soon as they sign on. And then, um, you know, once we approve the site, they start working with our design and construction team. Mm -hmm. And in the back, you know, working on grassroots marketing, you know, while it's being built out. Um, We're always, you know, continually teaching them, having, you know, weekly calls, check-in calls with them. Um, And then about four weeks, prior to their opening or, mm-hmm. you know, if they're going to open, um, they can, they come out, usually themselves and the manager will come out. They'll come out for about a week okay. um, to our stores. Um, and we do some classroom training as well. And then once they open, we, we go out for on-site support for, you know, three to four days, um, you know, in conjunction with their grand opening. And right. then after that course, you know we're we're always there. We're always you know phone call away. we have you know monthly calls, check in.
3: Mm-hmm. It's nice because we're small, and right. At the moment, we're we're, we're smaller. Uh, we have 27 right. right. stores, in right. the pipeline at the moment. But um, we we are hands on, so we yeah. do take on those calls. Uh, mm-hmm. Every every franchisee opens up, and you know right. they're excited. There's a lot of questions and everything yeah. else. So. We're always there for any any questions that might come up as well.
2: I mean, the good thing is Dan and I have pretty much seen it all. We've been in the trenches. We work in the mm-hmm. stores. We still we still are in the stores, so right. We've we've seen it all. Yeah. No,
1: that's great. And there's a, there's a lot to be said for that, you know, Dan and Ashley, you know, it's, it's like, there was always like a running joke of like, you know, I think Subway at one point they got so big that they would, they would categor they would call their franchisee, like franchisee number, you know, 8,291 or something like, you know, and it was just right the, the, The ability to be able to get, get you, you know what I mean? Both yeah. of you together, you know, to actually be able to even correspond and meet with you and communicate with you, I, I think, you know, I, I think there's so much value, you know, to to, to, to that, and it's it's a nice place where you are right now. And you know, I was <clears throat> one of the questions we like to ask people like yourselves is because I mean, there's so many franchise opportunities out there. What advice would either one of you give to our listeners? In their quest to buy a franchise, because it does get a little bit overwhelming in the beginning. And now, you know, both of you, you have experience in in doing this. What would you tell our listeners? What advice would you give them in their quest to buy a franchise?
3: Um, I would say make sure it lines up with your expectations of mm. effort, lifestyle. hmm Is is it a passion? Are you excited mm-hmm. about it? I mean, right? You know, definitely we we we've seen folks that are. Um, more investment oriented, and then there are folks out there that are, you know, passionate about the pet business and about being right. around dogs. But I think you you have to separate the two a little bit there sometimes and make sure one of our mm-hmm. big questions that potential franchisee is just flat out, do you like dogs?
2: Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. if,
3: sure. if you don't like dogs, this is not a place. No, to it's use. not going to work. Right. You
2: know,
3: <laughs> the it level, it's really probably not the best right. for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's a biggie for us. We have to be in, in line with that. Um, right. It is not easy to be a business owner.
0: You have to have some
3: right. patience and some understanding that it takes mm-hmm. time a service business, then you may feel like quitting. In fact, you know, I make running jokes that my first year I quit 10 times. Wow. Is that right? I, I,
1: <laughs> that's I, great. You know, year, I, I like that.
3: You know, and I, I kept questioning, did I make the right decision Yeah, all that? Right. At the end of the day, I sure did. I, I wish yeah. I would have found this earlier. 10 found years it ago. Yeah, years. that's,
0: that's where I guess.
1: <laughs> I yeah, I yeah. think I, I I think that's wonderful. I, I I think that's great advice. So if you can if you could look into a crystal ball, Ashley and Dan, whether that crystal ball is a year or three years or five years, where do you see Pep Bar in the future?
3: Wow. You know, great question. Uh I mean, could we ever be McDonald's? I don't know. <laughs> right. Right.
1: <Sure. laughs> think
3: in terms of that, but are we right. excited about the boat so far? Yes, we are. Mm-hmm. Are we, are we determined to, to grow this in a lot of communities? Absolutely. Right. Um, right. we really want to be in every community and, and be the number one choice for pet parents to bring right. their pets and green right. every day. That's kind of our theme and what we really are hoping for. Right. Um, we're for steady, accelerated growth through franchise development. Uh, mm-hmm. we actually. Actually just brought on a, a, a CFO, mm-hmm. his name is Michael Barheight. He was okay. uh, formed from the buff city soap, um, franchise brand. Okay. And, uh, Rick Rick who is our chief development officer, mm-hmm. uh, for this. So we're really pushing forward on all that. And, uh, right now we're seeing some of the effort pay off and are taking, taken to some, uh, multi-unit operators as well.
1: That's great, and it could be an international concept too, right? I mean, why not? I mean, right? It could, certainly part of every community, but not just here in the states. But why not Canada or Mexico or you know any anywhere you know in the world? You know, it just it it, it makes so much sense. So you know, I I think it's fantastic. What's the best way, um, Van and Ashley, for our listeners to get more? Information on Pep Bar, whether it's the franchise opportunity or even the service itself. Are there any websites you can kind of direct them to? Absolutely. Um, they could always
3: call me directly. I love, I love talking about Pet Bar. Okay. Um, you know, I'll probably bore them to tears, but I love talking <laughs> about Pep Bar. But actually, um, PepBarInc.com
1: is where okay. they need
3: to be here to uh, okay. first off. That's mm-hmm.
1: fantastic. That's great. And I can't tell you how much I've enjoyed talking to both of you, Dan and Ashley, and I would like to already invite you back, you know, in the next year or so as you continue to grow, because, you know, I I think this is a wonderful franchise opportunity. Oh, thank
3: you.
2: Oh, we love that. Thank you you so much, Marty, for having us. Oh, this
1: has been my pleasure, Dan and Ashley. We'll be right back with more franchise interviews.